Oh, I kind of like the nudes era. Yeah, well... Do you want to describe what the nudes are so you're not out of context? Yeah, what are these nudes? <laughs> what are the nudes, I Jake? Sure Show us your nudes. I sure do love those nudes. I sure do love those nudes from Cartoon Network. Hey, it's the Rebel Taxi February something something pizza party podcast valentine's day i'm pan pizza who are you people i'm daft pina and yeah this is gonna release friday february 3rd aren't you excited yeah other guests who's the guest actually you're not a guest you're a host yeah who is it who this who? is it my turn yeah <laughs> this is an alan here uh, what's gab jiggy Sean? i do fnf but i'm also the director of team neutron team. you actually made something recently you have a team yeah Team Neutron recently um, hired on some artists to help with some various videos because for most of my YouTube stuff, I've been mainly working by myself, occasionally being able to get help from friends or other people that I was collaborating with, but still at the mm -hmm. end of the day, majorly still most mostly me. Um, That's very exhausting. Like, it, like it, I'm finding success in some of this stuff, but make, making myself crunch all this stuff alone, um, not good. But for the last, last two projects that I did, Friday Night Function and the newest music video, Make Believe, which is a fan song about the collector and king from the Owl House, mm -hmm. uh, I got some artists to help with some illustrations and some animations. Um, I think on the top of my head, uh, there was uh, Renku, uh, Daniel, um, uh, some of them, I actually, actually I haven't heard some of their names out loud before. <laughs> Or for the music video, it was a mix of 2D and 3D, right? Yeah. Mainly 2D, though. Like, um, there's only mm -hmm. one instance that's in 3D. Um, the sun? Yeah, just the, just a little thing. It's supposed to be like a, the collector's little uh, moon uh, constellation thing that shows up when like uh, people reveal his uh, mirror thing. I tried doing that a little bit in Blender. Uh, it, uh, honestly, if we had if, if there was more time, I probably would have tried making it look a little more accurate, but I feel like the way it looks works fine for this. Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna like be nitpicky going like, um, actually, it's a few frames off, or like, it's not too perfect on model. Redo the whole thing. I know the one, the only thing that I've seen people like, or first nitpicking, but then they kind of stopped doing it because like the whole music, I've seen the whole music video, they're kind of like, oh, I don't care. Um, is that the collector uh, has a, a split blue and yellow thing throughout the whole music video. Uh, mm -hmm. even on his hand when in the official design both his hands are actually yellow is it more blues and more purple uh actually good question it kind of i guess it's more purple yeah because it's like wait a second if that's blue i've been calling a lot of things blue that aren't really blue. that's purple <laughs> this is bullshit it's purple I'm, I'm look i'm looking back at it like it's purple <laughs> a, a, like paired right next to the yellow sometimes it looks blue yeah but it's, mm -hmm. it's purple nah i know what that is that's freaking purple i know my purple it's like the best color ever my my walls are painted wizard's potion purple but yeah, yeah there's a lot of purple in this video purple is always a good color it's my straight to choice for saints row three taints row if i get a car fucking purple yeah always i'm pretty sure a form of this purple is on the non-binary flag so you know if you think about it if you really actually didn't someone i feel like someone pointed that out that like uh enzo gabriel over here has like uh pan flag colors so am i i'm a i'm a wait asexual pan flag, flag pan pizza i'm an asexual flag apparently i got yellow and white and 
uh, uh, black and purple. All the colors. Non-binary. Yeah. It's, it's all coming together now. But, yeah. What I'm working on is Dreamcast videos. Strange, colorful Dreamcast games. Because there's a lot. And some of these are from Japan only. Yeah. These were... I always think about those Japan exclusive games or European exclusive games. Like, you can't really do that now anymore. Because someone can just download it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they're a bunch of assholes. Yeah. But tell me about one of the games you've been looking release to. Only. Oh, man. Crap. What was I going to cover? Oh, man. Crazy Taxi 2, I guess. <laughs> Crazy Taxi 2. It's exactly Crazy what it is. Taxi. It's the second one. There's nothing special about it except you got a jump button for some reason. And takes place in New York. Wait, the character can jump or the car can jump? The car. Why would the character jump in a driving game? What would that benefit? That would be very funny. I mean, jump over a car that's about to run you over. Think about it. I guess if it's like you're going to go under like a 16-wheeler, like you jump over it, but like the car stays at the bottom and goes under the truck, so you're fine. I guess that's how it works. Potentially. That'd be funny if there was like car damage, and if you press it at the exact moment... Your car gets destroyed. You jump out and jump automatically into another taxi. You just no. You just gotta walk the <laughs> to the end of the earth for all eternity. There's no other taxis. This is the end of the game. You ruin one taxi, that's it. You're fired. You try and pick people up. So they have to like piggyback ride them. So you're running around, yeah. but your character's nose be slower. It's just making the game worse. Oh, it's man. like why'd you program any it's of like this? It's like the scene in The Dark Knights where uh, Batman busts his like. Uh, Batmobile, and then it becomes like a it, it, it disassembles, becomes a motorcycle, and then it disassembles again, it becomes a unicycle. It just keeps like devolving. And every time he leaves the next one, the other one explodes, so there's yeah. no evidence. And it's like you didn't check for civilians. <laughs> Killed like fifty civilians with each bomb. Like it's a it, it just car bombs half a Gotham by doing that. It's for the greater good. It's the fun of violence. It's for the greater good. Batman's doing a service. He's helping us out. He's like Bat. Is, is the Joker? Is like Batman. You say you're helping the city you're killing a lot of people <laughs> look the thing i learned from the dark knight is that if you uh if the government has surveillance on all of citizens it's for the greater good and it's to catch the joker so it all works out that's what that film what? taught me yeah that's that was a... sometimes you have to kill a few bad eggs no that no that was just batman batman had that was, in his house. that was the theme of like the dark knight it was like government surveillance is a good thing and that didn't really work. R right. Yes, it did. He caught the Joker. Eventually. Yeah, it worked. Only because the Joker let him. No, it's because the security cameras that he had on every single citizen and from their cell phone signals. Those must have been hard to do. 2008 cell phone signals? What, oh. two megapixel cameras? Wow. <laughs> hey. We're tapped into the networks. They got Boost Mobile. They got Singular connected to the network or whatever it was. Yeah, they got my sidekick on oh, there. Oh, you just reminded me of the classic Aqua Team Hunger Force Sprint. Was it Sprint or no, Boost Mobile? No, Boost Mobile. Where are you at, dog? And surprisingly, out of nowhere, five more episodes. Yay, five. Five more episodes. Yeah, five more episodes of Aqua Team Hunger Force. Unless, like, is it like five ten-minute episodes or five, you know, 30-minute episodes and there's two episodes within each, you know what I'm saying? They didn't go into too much detail. But hopefully it's at least two two episodes per one, you know, like a 30 minute time slot. Yeah. Almost, you know, 15 episodes because it's like it's not the most expensive show they've had. Yeah. It's like, hey, what are they going to rely on? Rick and Morty? Not this time, buddy. Mm. I, I guess that's a good transition to Justin Roiland. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only I think I feel like the only reason like uh, Aqua Teen first canceled, it was like, mm. hey, 
Rick and Morty's picking up steam, and that's going to be our next big show. We don't need Aqua Teen. Fuck this show. Possibly. I I guess so, but, like, Aqua Teen was very cheap and efficient to make. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, aside from Robot Chicken, the longest-running series, and it's like, why you could just kept going. Yeah, it's yeah. never going to end. No Adult Swim show ever ends. It just gets brought back in some stupid form. Didn't they, didn't they have more episodes of 12 Ounce Mouse? For quite a bit. Somebody wanted that, yeah. And the movie was fun. The Aqua Teen Hunger Force Plantasm movie. Yeah, nice. Plantasm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of, for those who don't know, they made a new Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. Yeah, Plantasm. And I bought the 4K Blu-ray. I think it was actually better than the original movie. It was a lot more animated. Yeah, yeah. Multiple movie. camera angles. They put, like, yeah, th three-quarter perspective. It's crazy. 3D models, a lot of callbacks, a lot of messing around. That, the meta humor was quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they fucking, like, ha there's a phone number you can call during the movie, and uh, they they will not stop. Uh, the Moon Knights will keep texting you for, like, four hours straight. <laughs> it's terrible. They will spoil the movie for you. It's like, oh, were you watching the film? <laughs> yes. Then look at your phone. <laughs> These fuckers. Yeah, that's what you get for watching a Good movie and with the with the phone on. You gotta you gotta admire the dedication, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Justin Roiland. He... So he was first kicked from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Well, for, what was it? Voice acting as well as the writing team in general. And then Squanch Games. His own company. Yeah. He got kicked. Well, he stepped down, but I don't think that's how it went. <laughs> nah, this is a mutiny. They just, like, took over the place like a bunch of pirates and just, like, say, get this guy out of here. Put him in the clown pen. I mean, you think about how those kind of things work. It makes sense. Hmm. Well, imagine, because he was also kicked from Solar Opposites a day later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a whole day later. It's like, we're going to see how people react. And then look at this, because now... Like it's just like an awkward situation where it's like, uh, should we just get rid of him? He's ha He voices half the characters. And I guess like Adult Swim made a move and then now everyone makes a move and it's like, yeah, get his ass. Get his ass out of here. And that's both from Discovery, Warner Brothers, and Disney. Two separate oh. companies. Yeah, because of uh, Hulu. Mm -hmm. What you were saying? I'm just glad that like the artists that like worked under or adjacent to him didn't have to like lose their jobs in relation to him you know being a shitty person yeah i did see that some people were saying why don't they just cancel the whole show now look buddy <laughs> look first off animation's a group project second every fucking animated show is already getting canceled we're lucky that there's a show that's still going you know they, they did they this was the same argument with the loud house and how the creator turned out to be a creep it's like hey mm -hmm. You know, other people work on this show. They they shouldn't have to lose their job because of this idiot, you know? Anyway, these are these are still like jobs. Yeah. <laughs> these are like products and even even outside of just that, there's also thinking about like these companies sink so much money into them. In the same vein of like why certain pro certain things can't just be delayed to cook longer, it's because they've already put so much money into it that like mm -hmm. it's just impossible. Yeah. And voice actor changes happen all the time, either for contractual reasons or for just a reason yeah uh because mm. a lot of people are saying well who's gonna replace justin run he voices half the characters i mean <laughs> there's a lot of people that can do <laughs> he's got like three default voices he, they can replace them yeah. and not only that this show's been out for 10 years yeah like this year will be the 10 year anniversary and like i never seen a tweet where it's like where it's oh um i'm laughing because i can't remember it but something along the lines of really it's really going to be so hard to find one dude who can do a Rick and Morty impression 
as if every person has not tried that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true that. True that. It is going to be interesting to like see how those products continue on. I did see a funny post. I think hmm. it was from Dubus Gubus, where it was like, wouldn't it be crazy if the show got funnier? Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember seeing that too. I mean, are they going to like try to do their own thing, or are they just going to try to rep- replicate his humor? Because it's like, what, what can they do? Oh, it was mo- well with the TV show. It's a writing team with yeah. a lot of people and a lot of show notes. Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember talking with you uh, about British TV shows, and uh, fun fact, it's usually just like one to two people. Like the series writing credits, it's like one guy. Just one yeah. dude writing it all. So for that, it's like, all right, you can't make any more of this show because that dude left. Was it you telling me that um, uh, for Solar Opposites, Justin Roiland wasn't even allowed in the writing room at all? He, they were just he was just like this like guy they hired for voices, and that's it. I think that was the later seasons of Rick and Morty. Oh, that he wasn't really in the writing room as much as he used to. Yeah, it's just like this like um mo- this. I don't know, this circus animals throw him some peanuts and he'll do the voice. Circus animal. But for a successful uh, voice transition, uh, I would say for Family Guy, when they changed from Mike Henry to Arifza here for Cleveland, mm-hmm. sounds the same. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like a great... It's not even an impression, that's just the voice. Not, not <laughs> he so can much, do a great voice. Yeah, same for Clarence also, but... Uh, not so much for Carl from uh, The Simpsons. The voice actor changed? Yeah, because, you know, black voice actor voiced by a white guy. Can't do that no more. Honestly, I haven't really looked into the voice actors for Aqua Team. I oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I'm over. talking about uh, Carl from The Simpsons. Carl? Not, not... Carl from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on Aqua Team. Yeah, no. Not specifically that, like, white people can't voice black characters. More that, like, they were trying to give more black voice actors that were clearly in the industry the ability to voice more black characters. <laughs> I guess so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only that, for Arif here, I'd say it's a YouTube success story because he started off playing Call of Duty with the Cleveland Brown voice. Hey, y'all! And that's how he got the job. That's what he did, trolling it's people. kind of iconic. It's Cleve time! Yeah. Damn, that's the dream. That's how uh, I think the uh, guy for Hotel Transylvania 4... They didn't get Adam Sandler back because I guess he was too expensive. And they were like, look, no one cares about this movie. It's going to release on Apple TV or something. Let's just get some guy who does impressions off TikTok. <laughs> I mean, it does work. I was seeing a guy who was... I have to throw up the clip on screen because I can't remember who it is. But I was showing Pan. A guy who does a very good Rick and Morty impression. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this would be the updated Rick. I'm Rick Sanchez. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub. Yes, I turned myself into a pickle, Morty. I'm Pickle Rick! Right, I hope you heard the clip of, oh. the, sh- of the show. hope so. Well, this, is, this is an editing thing, obviously. <laughs> that was a pretty crazy clip that we totally all just saw at the same time right now. No, I did it. Pretty crazy. Fucking bullshit ass. I don't believe it. Yeah. But um, in terms of cancellations and leaks, uh-huh. like an hour before this released, <laughs> Tiny Toons Tooniversity episode one leaked. And some other show that my friends work on, but I don't want to acknowledge it. So it's like, the less we acknowledge it, the better. Stop watching unfinished leaks, especially if it's unfinished, because it's like, that don't reflect the final show. Especially if it was leaked from a survey thing, where changes are going to be made. Yeah, I'm, okay, I guess you're going to have to talk about it. I'm just it. personally flabbergasted. I'm just personally flabbergasted to the fact that they even got leaked at all. Like, yeah. These, you say these, that these as if the Owl House were... also didn't leak. 
Yeah, yeah. That's... Well, okay, but like the Owl House leaked because of some kind of iTunes error. Yeah. But like, I don't think either of these shows were like close to release yet. So this was, it was crazy that these two had a leak episode leaks. It was reported for the show we can't name. We'll name Tiny Toons Luniversity. Why? Why that show? show? Can't name. Why does that show get to suffer? Uh, <laughs> why, yeah. Why? <laughs> why does it get to suffer to exist? Or we, us talking about it? I don't know. Both. Yeah. For one of the shows, um, apparently the voice track for one of the main characters isn't always isn't all there, and so it's just like lip sync of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are judging the episode on based on an unfinished date. Yeah. At least for the Owl House, it was finished. You know, yeah. everything was mixed. Yeah, that was like the whole episode. I saw someone say, why did, Why does the voice change? What's that about? It's like, it's not finished, you dip. So, like, so basically, it wasn't it wasn't finished versions of the episode that leaked. It was essentially like, uh, what's the word? A test it? screening. Yeah. Yeah, a test screening. People basically saw a demo. <laughs> but for the uh, Luniversity one, it seemed like the full episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Pan and I haven't watched either because we're like, nah. let's not do that. Which is, wait, but it's also coincidental that both shows are from Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. Thanks, They, got, they gotta have some kind of leak. Something, something's going on back there. So yeah. we might see some more shit from them. I don't know who, and I don't condone it, because leaked stuff is rude for yeah. cartoons. Yeah, yeah, but um, what other what other news we got? Well, we saw some more Velma stuff, I because... Don't... Not this bullshit again. Look, we already t- <laughs> look. Everyone else already talks about Velma. I don't give a shit. But, but, hold on. Done. Velma got hit by a car. No, she got hit by a car. I thought that joke was funny because not only did she did she actually get hit by the car and there was impact, she lost her teeth. They referenced it at the end of the episode. They said, "What the fuck happened to your teeth, Velma?" Yeah, what did it was? It, mm-hmm. I think that that episode in particular. It's so funny because even though. It's, the, it's still like, like the show is still not like at a very great quality that so far for me is like the best one mm-hmm. just because it like it has more jokes that land and also attempts and to characters being vulnerable yeah like it, it's the first time in the show that characters are like being vulnerable but like it doesn't well actually you no know, it still kind of feels a little forced because like it, but like, it's mm-hmm. it's the least forced of them so they're almost there still not good so close it's, it's very clear that like okay so the people working on this they did have intent they do have intentions for these characters to become vulnerable with each other and mm-hmm. become friends and not only that i liked a lot of the background stuff um as mentioned with episode four you know with where daphne's crossing off all the uh other hanna-barbera characters that she talked to uh mm. i remember in the museum they have the caveman that's frozen in the meme as a background okay. prop yeah Glad he's um, frozen in there and we're out here. And Captain Caveman is like the theme mascot of that. Mm-hmm. And there was also the Submariner. We saw him as like a little cameo kind of thing. It's like, oh, Submariner. Okay, fun. You know, I like that. I wish they did more of that. Like, if Scooby-Doo doesn't exist in their universe, then surely they have a Scooby-Doo equivalent, which would just be like the Ghost Chasers or one of the other Hanna-Barbera Scooby-Doo knockoffs. yeah. One of those jerks nobody watched. Yeah, there's some clear Jabberjaw fans in our audience. we got to respect them. Jabberjaw. The only thing Jabberjaw has done for me is that music video that they, they played a billion times on Boomerang and people still tag me in. Oh. <laughs> Have you actually ever seen an episode of Jabberjaw? No. Maybe. Actually, no. Do you want to see an episode of Jabberjaw? No, I don't want to watch that crap. I want to watch... It's got, I'll watch... 
I don't know. I don't none of these like why do I want to watch a bunch of people solve mysteries? It ain't Detective Conan, so what's the fucking point? Well, for Jabberjaw, the thing that talks is not a dog. It's a shark that can breathe uh, over the water, I guess. Yeah, no respect. Yeah, my wife left me. No respect. I was in Rover Dangerfield. Yeah. But a thing that we did watch as an effort to try I just realized that I now know what was being referenced. God damn it. Jabberjaw? I'm a ripoff of of some comedian no one remembers. Actually, people remember. You know that guy. There's actually a lot of Hanna-Barbera things like Yogi Berra. Yeah, all the the, uh, baseball player and whatnot. All the best cartoons are just ripoffs of live action properties. Yeah, like how Mario's based on a real dude. What? Well, you mean the... You mean the manager, supposedly? Yeah, a real dude. Employee. Supposedly, I don't know. I I remember like Thomas Game Docs or one of, some guy that makes like Nintendo videos made a video on it. I I was half paying attention, so I don't remember if that was being true or not. I mean, inspiration comes from everywhere, right? Yeah. So it could just be a coincidence, or just be like many years later, like the son or grandson of that N- Nintendo employee is like, wait a second, that was a bunch of bullshit. And they should have a picture of Mario. And they have, yeah. like, an old picture of their grandpa that looks exactly like a human AI version of Mario, where it's like, oh my god, it's, it's Grandpa him. Mario. It's just like Taylor Lautner in Abduction. It's just really him, but not quite. Oh, we did watch a film together. Yeah. Uh, but not in the it game. It was... Way. What? What? <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, uh, that would be a joke they would make in this. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Chuck Steele, Night of the Trampires, yeah. was what I expected and what I didn't expect yeah so is that one of the things that you guys watched yes yes yeah you were playing hi-fi rush which we'll get into yeah but this is a i I think (laughs) this was a kickstarter movie i don't know but point is this is a uh british made um stop motion animated film released in around 2018 and it's about it's it's basically an 80s action film about a hard-boiled cop fighting zombies in uh not zombies not zombies tramp vampires Tr- no, they're called tramp pyres. They're tramps. Yeah. Tramps isn't hobos tramp and homeless pyres. people. Oh, Be- because oh. Dracula got kicked out of his house and he became a drunkard. Okay. And over the years, the vampires became tramps, hobos. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it means, right? Yes, of course. This looks like something that I would have like accidentally come across on like Nick at Nick at Night when I was younger. It's like robot chicken type of humor, you know. It's like the humor is very low, low ball. ball. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, mm. kicking the nuts and a lot of humor for not for snowflakes. Yeah. It wasn't as self-aware as I thought it would be because it does have a lot of action movie tropes that they do play on, such as the uh, main character's wife dying in a cool action guy way, mm-hmm. which I won't spoil what actually happened. And it's like, oh, you know, that was an interesting turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they have a lot of regressive humor. What's regressive humor? Oh dear. There's a design. The transphobia. Yeah. <laughs> a... Yeah. Oh boy. I mean this 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 design right here that says drag chuck is So what's saying a lot of things to me. Oh right <laughs> there there's context for that. Well, I don't know. Don't don't think about no, it. No no no. Let's slide. start with the context of the guy who wrote this, Mike Mort, mm-hmm. uh originally wrote the script in high school. <laughs> So yeah. let's just start with from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's sad. Oh boy. Because the animation is so fucking good. Well, overall, it still uh, was a fun watch, but you know, it, yeah, yeah. Just the the lowball humor. It's just like very lazy, you know, kicking the nuts type of humor, and it's like uh, raging balls of steel justice. Yeah, basically that. 
But there is some good callbacks throughout the movie. Yeah, I was very surprised of... Um, uh, yeah, there it is. That was actually the short. So I think Pan originally watched the short, and we found out it was released in 2018, but didn't get digitally released until around late last year in yeah. the UK. No, no, it was Australia, then Canada, then the USA. Yeah. We're it's very hard to find this. We're not sure where this movie released exactly. It just, like, it, it came into an existence, and when it was accessible, we're not sure. It just shows up, and <laughs> the Twitter's still active, so I guess it's recent. I love this one poster. It just has, like, I, I, I first the first thing I, I saw when I looked at it was, is that the monkey from Planet Sheen? <laughs> uh, I think it's just how people make monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I think Celery Deathmatch had a similar monkey, you know? But the stop motion, fantastic! It's animated in twenty-four frames a second rather than twelve frames doubled. Yeah, it's eerily smooth. I thought it was CG at first. It's so it's so smooth, and they have so many crowd shots. I know. There's a lot of compositing. It's like what? How? Yeah, oh my god! This is incredible. Yes, like goodness. I saw a making of, and just the just the amount of crowds they had moving at the same time, and just like seeing the puppets are actually like. I don't know, like, they're, like, 12 feet tall, or, like, about 8 inches. Not not 12 feet tall, 12 inches or 8 inches. They're pretty big puppets and pretty detailed. But you can walk around in the sets. Yeah, yeah. And everything. I mean, it's, I mean, like, walk around, like, a placemat type of yeah. deal. Yeah, not, not like a real set. That'd be kind of fucked up if they, what if they made a life-sized puppet for stop motion? That'd be cray-cray. I think they did for some close-up shots. There were some, like, one-half-scale arms. For guns and stuff? Yeah, close-ups, yeah. But mm -hmm. you were saying, Jake? I'm like looking at clips of it right now. I'm like, yeah, you're the right. There's a lot of uh, detail on the motion. I'm kind of sitting there like, oh, how do they do some of this? A lot of it is thanks to compositing. Uh, thanks to machine magic from Back to the Future, aka True. being able to replay the exact same camera motion. Yeah. A lot of characters are composited in to the exact same scene. So the, you know... Puppeteers? Mm-hmm. Is that, is that what you'd call? I think so. Stop motion? Puppeteers. Yeah. So the puppeteers can focus on one character at a time and then just composite in more characters at once. It's... It's pretty good. A visual marvel. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? You got away with that and this and that and blood. Yeah. There's so much blood. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like they... uh. To actually... To do some sort of like Ark of the Covenant type of melting thing, they had... To, they essentially just... They did composite like them actually melting one of the dolls just to show the blood. The blow stuff. dryer. Yeah, <laughs> it's cray cray. What would, what rating would you give it hmm. out of ten? Hmm. Well, I liked everything except for like just the kind of lazy humor. But uh, hmm, seven or eight, maybe an eight. Yeah, I'd definitely say seven point five out of ten. Yeah, that was pretty good. Hmm. <laughs> Because, again, for for the... Because this is supposed to be based on all those action films from the 80s and everything. Yeah. It wasn't as self-aware as it pretended to be mm -hmm. a lot of times. But the times in which it kept have, having callbacks, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the least plot-heavy things is that every partner he has dies. <laughs> every yeah, every yeah, single yeah, one yeah. dies. Ouch. Um, and even at one point, he had a... Ah! No, no, don't spoil that. Also that. Dies. Don't oh, spoil those on. things. You gotta come cut on. that out. That's that's the funnier parts we'll of this movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think if you can watch it, I definitely recommend it, especially if you're a stop motion fan. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what else 
any Mortal Studios is going to do. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely interesting watching a British company make it an American action film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their take on it. Yeah, there are a lot of subtle references, like, to um, Hard to Kill, where he, where uh, John claude Van Damme's on a bike. Like, there are some shot-for-shot remakes of, like, live-action mm-hmm. scenes that look real great. Yeah. Or what's... Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think which Van Damme movie was. It was Hard to Kill, with the where he has the arrow on the DVD cover. Don't remember. But anyway, yeah. Fantastic looking. But for now, we got to take a break. We gotta take a break. Hey. We'll be right back. Bye. Yeah. BRB. We're always in our clothes getting high. Super fuckers. Everybody wishes we would die. Super fuckers. Here we come. Like Podcast time. Uh, questions. Start out with the word question so it's easier to find and post them in the YouTube comments of this YouTube video and uh, or in the Q&A section of our Discord. What's our first question? We got one from Swift underscore Heracross. Very good. Question. Pan. Uh-huh. I sent this out to Jake. I've actually read this question before. Have you checked out Hi-Fi Rush? Hell. It literally shadow drop. I'm not done yet. I gotta read up. But read the full thing. They typed all this. Pan. Oh, bye. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna read it. Jake, is that okay? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it literally shadow dropped on January 25th, and literally I knew my, I knew and myself didn't know it dropped and downloaded on Game Pass. Whole time playing, I was like, this is a Pancore game. Yeah. Your question is, what are Pancore games? Oh, so I man. I got to answer that first. Um, If it's cartoonish, if, if it's a game that feels like it belongs to a cartoon and that cartoon does not exist, yeah, that's Pancore. Yeah, cel-shaded, mm-hmm. colorful yeah ultra stylized i don't know but yeah hi-fi rush came out of nowhere uh uh the people that made um the evil within and something mm-hmm. some other horror games decided you know what let's just release this game out of, out of a surprise out of like xbox direct or whatever yeah and to add on i'm adding on a question i haven't actually played the game uh jopo in tandem to that question also you know asks I'm not sure if this is true, but Hi-Fi Rush has a 4x3 resolution, and someone had adjusted to the CRT. Hell TV. yeah, I gotta play it on CRT, I can do that. This game looks incredible. I think that's the PC version. Yeah. It's so rare to see Wait, just like, you, do you know... the PC version? Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds so fun. Yeah, it's so rare to see like, you know, just a, uh, a cel-shaded game that isn't an anime-based game or isn't based off an existing property. Like, a bunch of studios are too afraid to do cell shading on, on mo- most of them, at least. You know, there is a few exceptions, like Breath of the Wild and Borderlands, and that's about it. Everybody just sticks to realism or, like, a cheap-ass version of cell shading where they just do the Fortnite texture and have a outline, like the shitty tr- uh, Roman numeral 13 remake, XIII remake. Yeah. And apparently, a lot... Right here, this uh, article from Forbes, no less. Yeah. Hyper Rush appears to have out-earned Forspoken's launch week sales on PC. Hope so. I don't know uh, how well. Very... How well does, does this game sell if it was like on Game Pass? Like, I don't know how Game Pass. Well, Forspoken is like seventy bucks, so that's probably also <laughs> it. Who wants to play that <laughs> shitty game? Know. That game don't look colorful. Wait, how much is Hi-Fi Rush without like Game Pass? I think thirty or forty. Yeah, I think it's just like. Oh yeah, no, this was this is definitely outselling. <laughs> yeah. This is way better. 30. Wow. And the uh, deluxe edition comes with the soundtrack and something else. 40 bucks. It's still under 60. That's a pretty good yeah, deal. Yeah. Th- it's, it's a game where I might I- rebuy it for PC. Yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. like Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, but uh, every, every attack you do has to sync up to the beat of the music. So you got to punch to the beat of something. This like 
the okay, like this shadow dropping was already crazy, but like I I kind of went into it uh only seeing like the very brief trailer that showed up and that it said it was on Game Pass now. I was like, "Oh, me and my roommate, we have to play this immediately." Um didn't look into anything about it. I wanted yeah, to go yeah. into it spoiler free because the the style of it had already sold me. Um but when I turned it on and realized everything was happening on beat, mm-hmm. even like the walking, the jumping and everything, I was like no way! Is this a is this a rhythm action game? And then the fight starts. Fight stuff started happening, and they're teaching mm-hmm. you how to do it on beat. I don't know how to explain how I've been wanting to have a game like this exist, and I didn't think that there would be something like this would be able to be made at this level of detail and quality, and just be dropped without any kind of marketing at all. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. They were just sitting on this game like for in in secret, working on it, and then just like released it out of surprise, and everyone loved it, and you couldn't. <laughs> that, that's only a rare occasion where you can actually just do that like this is a big studio so they already had the uh bethesda marketing to like just release it on the day of and people yeah. loved it i feel like they mm-hmm. probably i i have to assume that they knew that they had something special mm-hmm. that's why they could just shadow drop it or maybe they weren't confident in it and they were just kind of like hoping like well we'll drop this and if people really like it that's that but it has so much detail like so much crazy detail there's even post-game stuff in it that like i can't imagine that they didn't think that this was going to be a hit yeah yeah yeah. now what console did you guys play it on xbox i played on xbox okay because this is a switch port yeah no i don't think so it's not switch port uh let me check switch port port. it feels like a switch game switch port it's not i can't other consoles can have this can have colorful games but yeah it does feel like sunset overdrive and does have the vibe of like a 2000s canadian cartoon with the uh, main character that's like whoa go me it's your birthday that kind of white boy just brown hair like the f- character mm-hmm. just getting through like the first level i was like immediately just sitting there like this feel i feel like i'm playing i feel like i'm playing a cartoon yeah like mm-hmm. one of those cartoons that would like like uh they would release on like Netflix or something. Probably not really get that far. Not because it's not really good, but because Netflix doesn't care. But it's a whole yeah. ass game, and the whole game looks really good. The three, I, I, it switches between three D and two D sometimes. But honestly, the three D is so good that I'm kind of like surprised that they even this. They even felt that they wanted to do two D sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like, like it's just it is just an Xbox and Windows release. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, in general, it just seems like uh, more studios are are trying with, like, more... I don't know, I guess because Spider-Verse came out, there's more stylization and CG animation now. Like, way more than usual. Like, um, mm-hmm. like we were watching Puss in Boots, and, like, uh, there's that Need for Speed game, um, Unbound, that has these Spider-Verse-type mm-hmm. graphics. It's like, hey, finally, we're advancing cell shading even further, because it felt like from, like, AAA uh triple a or double a games you just never saw cell shading ever unless it's an anime game or borderlands well, considering I'm that, hoping that no i was just i was just gonna say that like i'm hoping that the success of this and the amount of detail in it is so impactful that we start seeing because there aren't i'm pretty sure this is the first one well no 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 no, no. let me be, let me be a little more specific there this isn't the first rhythm action game i've ever seen it's not even 3D because NSR was like the first uh, one that a lot of people knew about. No straight roads. Um, yeah, no straight roads. And I feel, I feel like that one walks for this game to run 
because a lot of ideas in this are just perfected versions of what NSR was doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I get what you're talking about. Even the, uh, I think the producer or director of No Straight Roads, he even made a tweet about this. Like, um, let me let me read you the tweet. It says, quote, Hi-Fi Rush is what No Straight Road should have been. And he goes on to say, oops. So many people are saying this, yes, it may be true, but it doesn't hurt any less to see this. I love Hi-Fi Rush, though. Congrats to Tango Gameworks for the magnificent game. Thanks all for the supporting words. Truth is, it's not just about feeling feelings, but business, too. I mean, it it's one the... The fact that it released so quickly, yeah, we never even had the... Because if this had a standard release cycle... It would have been like two years ago. They said we're making Hi-Fi Rush. Here's a teaser that came Wait, out. Two years. What? Okay. That looks cool. Or they would like keep showing more previews and more previews, and then finally release, and everyone's like, "Oh, we kind of already seen everything." Yeah. Because you just kind of leaked it. Yeah. If anything, like this is like a you know like a lightning in a bottle thing where you shouldn't just release a game without marketing. But in general, at least like wait, I don't know six months till your game's nearly completed. I don't want to have some cyberpunk bullshit where it takes 10 years to release a damn game. Well, apparently breaking news, I guess, as of today. Uh, uh, Xbox, Nintendo, and Sony won't be part of E3 2023. Then what's the fucking point? It's Wait, like, what? All the first first party console people are not going to be there. Oh, who the hell wants to go to that? Then what is... Hold on. <laughs> it's just going to be E2 or E1. Just one guy shows up. One no. developer says, who's to check out my indie game? E. It's just E. E. I think interesting. ever since they started doing it online, you know, the streams and everything, it's kind of been like, uh, wait a second. Why do we have to show our shit at this one specific show? Why can't yeah. we just show our stuff whenever we feel like it? Fuck yeah. And that's probably better for developers. Because I'm sure a lot of them were like, well, we have to make sure something's ready for E3. Because everyone's watching E3. Yeah. But now if no one's watching E3, it's like, well... Yeah, it's a group protest. Fuck all that shit. But it sounds like everyone likes... Oh, I feel like that could backfire. Hi-Fi Rush. Because like everyone, everyone really Hell likes Hell yeah. Game. Like, hoping more... Yeah. Hoping, like, big, bigger studios are going to do cell shading. Because I just love the vibe of uh, games that are that feel like cartoons, but there's no cartoon based on them. You know, there's plenty of anime games. I want more cartoonish mm -hmm. games that are actually associated and not just like that Fortnite render, you know, where everything looks like plastic. It feels like mm -hmm. the style ambition of Persona 5 mixed with the gameplay ambition of NSR. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No straight heteros. Yeah. It's a lot like the game I was showing Pan yesterday. Hmm. The Ina Dream Barbecue. Ina Dream. Crazy oh, yeah, Spare. yeah. That looks cool. It it's experimental, it's 2D, it's Ooh, 3D, yes. it's like, oh my god. Looks very reminiscent of a LSD Dream Simulator. Mm -hmm. Have yeah. you seen this, Jake? Mm -hmm. you wanna, I'm excited. Do, do you want to say a little more about it? Do you want to say like, a little more about it? For the audience, like, for the fans, for the people in the corner of your room watching you talk? I mean, I don't, I don't really have too many crazy things to say. I've always loved <laughs> this stuff. Um, I'm more wanting to go... I'm, I'm excited to be able to go into it, mm -hmm. not knowing much. So I can be as surprised yeah, as possible. Yeah, basically. That's why I don't want to see anything about um, the Mario movie. I know it's going to be a fucking amazing. I don't want to see more teasers and stuff. I mean, it's going to release in a few months. So That's exactly how I've been with um, that uh, Cosmic Shake game that's oh, yeah. coming out tomorrow, the SpongeBob one. Mm -hmm. I've been avoiding as much of it as possible, except for maybe a few trailers. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, a new, a, a new modern SpongeBob game 
and like SpongeBob games when I was younger, at least like some of the earlier ones, were like a a, a defining feature of my childhood. I'm very excited. Now, did you buy the uh, BFF edition? I do you want to know what? Do you want to list out what's remember. in this pan? Uh, let me see what's in here. Whoa, whoa, what the hell? Inflatable <laughs> Patrick. I pre-ordered it. Oh, it comes with an inflatable blow oh, Patrick doll. Oh, fuck. You got a little a statue of, like, SpongeBob doing the victory, the, that victory thing in the Squidward episode. What the mm -hmm. fuck? I didn't know this. Why don't... Shit, I need to sign up for whatever to get, like, review copies of shit and get all this cool junk. Damn, son. You get, like, son. an amulet. You get some bouncy balls. Fuck, yeah. They do the same thing with uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom, right? They, like, had a... The Butthole special edition that you can get bottom. that came with a bunch of stuff but i mean i just want the game i pre-ordered it for some bonus content like i don't really need merchandise i just need the game i think it all depends because i've had some gripes and issues with quote-unquote collector's editions because like i think people would have been fine with just the uh you know victory statue not the inflatable patrick the amulet and the bouncy balls like why do we need all this extra shit yeah oh my uh, god the kids that are going to destroy destroy rooms with those bouncy balls oh yeah someone's gonna eat one of the bouncy balls and die from it oh and no like, oh it's their problem it's like no why'd you buy the bouncy balls actually how big do you think those are um hopefully larger than the uh pokemon toys from the 1990s where they had to recall them because kids kept choking on them uh oh from Remember that? <laughs> I should be laughing. <laughs> what the fuck? But a revision from the last episode. Confused Oddish says, King Arthur is literally Fiona's cousin, Pan. They aren't just introducing Arthurian legends now. Wait, what are we... And apparently... Wait, what are we... Wait, what? Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Fiona is King Arthur's cousin? Cousin. What? And apparent. Since when? And apparently Merlin was in Shrek 3 and didn't do anything. True, he was also in the first video game. And so there's a lot of things I haven't seen or remember Look, I'm about not, Shrek movies. I'm not that knowledgeable in Shrek lore, you know? I haven't seen the sequel since I watched it in the back of a car and a DVD player, you know? That's the only way to watch Shrek. Yeah. That or GBA video. GBA video. The Empire of the Cat. This isn't a question. This is rather an answer. Huh. They've actually, they've actually typed this before, and I want to give them the attention they deserve. Mm-hmm. To Daft and Jake's question about Unico in episode 175. Nice. I like that. We're getting the... um. People quoting specific episodes. I love that. Yes, there are two animated films starring Unico called The Fantastic Adventures of Unico and Unico and the Island of Magic, released back in the early 1980s. If you want more information about the series, it's just checking out my Unicorn Fans blog by Zoas. Oh. It's both of an X. Unico is that cool. thing by Astro Boy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, pony dog character of the human face I said looked weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rude. But uh, MVMA asks... What do you think about Velma being watched more on HBO Max than The Last of Us? Look, Last of Us is a shitty game. I don't so believe that. Whatevs. Well, it's it's the same stuff for Hi-Fi Rush, um, outselling Forspoken. Cartoons seen enough. win again. Yeah. They are shorter. I did hear some good news. Or at the yeah, very least, about stretching out stuff. Go on. Well, I just want to say that your your best live action show sucks hard compared to our worst animated show. <laughs> The Nutshack? No, Velma, I guess, <laughs> is what we're referring to. Velma? Yeah. For The Last of Us, apparently the second season is going to be part two, the, the second game. Well, duh. You, you, did you know that? Really? I mean, what, what else are they going to do? Are they going to make their own story? I don't think so. What if season three comes around and it's a fucking shitty-ass season because they didn't have the games to work off of? 
I mean, I wouldn't be too, too shocked to find out that, like, the first and second season were just the first game stretched out over two Basically, seasons. Basically. I, mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, I, I see a lot of people, an hour long, so a lot of people love the the show. I'm just like, I don't know. I only played like the first hour of the game, so maybe I'll enjoy the rest of the show from now on. But it's like, eh, this is boring. I don't want to watch this. I need, I need to catch up. I kept seeing like I gave, I always see people vaguely talk about the show. Thankfully, because I didn't get to, I didn't get to play the first game. Yeah, I've definitely seen video essays about the game, so I know some probably major general spoilers, but not how they get to them. Um, the only thing that I know about the show that I haven't seen because I haven't seen the next two episodes is that there's like a gay couple later on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, love that. Gay for more men. Yeah, that's usually how it works, Ben. Yeah, usually. But apparent, but uh, not apparently. I saw a thing <laughs> where it's like knowing the the controversy with Abigail murdering one of the main characters in the game. I've never seen a tweet where it's like, I whoever I hope whoever plays Abigail in The Last of Us does not have a social media presence. Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah. Cause she gonna get attacked by people who think she's an actual person. Oh not man. The, like the char- thinking the character's an actual person, yeah. not her playing a character. With computers nowadays, who could tell what's real and what's not, you know? Audience getting a little intense. Not on my watch. <laughs> Mr. Titty. Hmm. That's a very oh. poignant question. We gotta think about. We have to think very hard on this. Noting Clone High and everything. Huh. Which one do you think is worse? A show get, that gets canceled very early, or a show that goes on forever? Uh, well, hey, at least the show that goes on forever, they exceeded their. They, we know what what potential they had, and they squandered it possibly. You know. Mm-hmm. Better to have too much yeah, than too gotta... little. Just like when you edit videos, you know, you always got to get too much footage rather than not enough. I kind of agree. I mean, like if a show like is ended uh, abruptly and they don't get to realize their ideas, um, that's just awful in so many ways. But if a show goes on for too long, technically, usually if it if it's going on for too long, it's probably already realized its potential or what mm-hmm. it wanted to do, but is being forced to f- come up with more. Yeah, because... Um recently and uh, you could just ignore that more yeah mm-hmm. uh show uh, recently uh cobra kai they announced that they're gonna have their final season and it's like yeah that works because like the previous season i forget season five or six where they fight uh terry silver like i, I thought that would be the end because it's like if i just asked like by the end of the season that season, I was like, "Hey, if this is the end of the final season, I'm I'm good with that, because <laughs> I don't know where else they can go at this point. Are they gonna bring back that girl from the next Karate Kid? Are they gonna bring back Jaden Jaden Smith or whatever that kid's name is? Who's Who's Will Smith's kid? I definitely think for sitcom shows like Family Guy or The Simpsons, yeah, that is fine going on forever. It's not a plot heavy story. Yeah, you can watch. But imagine whatever. this. Imagine this, Jake." They aired the final episode of The Owl House, and then they, they right. told Dana Terrence, oh, by the way, we signed a contract for you, without your knowledge. Huh? You get 20 more episodes! What? Yay! Oh, <laughs> so you God mean Steven Universe? It's, it, not the Steven Universe. Think of it like a complete surprise. Like, they finished everything, and then Disney came up and yeah. said, you know what? 20 more episodes. We want more. You yeah, ain't we going want more. nowhere. So Steven Universe, that's what happened. That's what Future was. But that was during production of the movie. Yeah, you thought you can escape to Netflix? Yeah. Hell no. You're, come, you're staying here on Disney. For something like that, or for something that keeps going on, like Young Justice, how it's like, yeah, we'll just keep leaving on cliffhangers. Because fuck you. Let's just do that. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Why not? I just, I just <laughs> think about like... like 
even like okay like it the movie was still in production yeah or like either either the movie or the show was still finishing production either way they're they had already wrapped up the story that they had planned to tell yes like because they had they had that whole story lined up and planned out since the beginning of the show and they were made to speed track ending it Mm -hmm. and then after they were already on their path of finishing that like that was a long made decision already they were told uh Mm -hmm. well i can't really have a movie without a like some more show to advertise with it Uh, let's give you like we're just gonna give you more and you'll figure it out guys we believe in you yeah that's why we signed 70 episodes of rick and morty nothing bad can ever come to this it ain't never gonna end i think the longer a show goes on the longer that the creative people the people behind it might leave yeah i mean mean, that happened at adventure time and spongebob steve hittenberg left for a bit and then a lot of the writers and such left some of them came back steven hittenberg came back um, but like there was a long stretch of time where a lot of the creative team behind the original show was not there. And so that becomes the idea of eras of shows where it's like the Steve era or Steven, the Steven era. And then the, he left and then came back, then left. And so people keep or even Futurama, right? Because I sure as hell know a lot of the original writers are not there anymore. They probably left and came back, mm-hmm. then left and came back. And it's like, well, that becomes a whole nother story for something getting canceled too early. They, of course, finished what they wanted to do for at least the first season. We're, let's just go with a timeline where at least they got a first season, right? They will have unrealized plans. And for that, it's better for the creator or better for the creative to say, like, well, it could have been better. You know, we could have gotten this ending rather than we did get the ending. It's completely terrible kind of thing. You yeah, ever yeah, seen yeah. that for TV shows? Uh, hmm, where someone where the creator was openly regretful towards what they actually made. wait. No, Odyssey is a good example. Uh, people commenting on Clone High season two episode one and going like, "This is bad. Why they renew it? Bad, 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 bad." <sighs> and it's like, you guys are just happy that to for to exist. Now you're just shitting on it for existing. Jesus Christ. Well, what the hell? It's, it's, it's back. It's back. Wait, wait. It's wait a minute. It's not what I wanted. Wait, it's not the way I remember it. It's <laughs> a survey version. It's a test screener version. I I know. Although I am still a little confused why Gon- why is Gandhi not there? You'll yet? see. Well, look, they'll probably bring him back. They're building up to it. We can't talk about this. Hey. This is... Yeah, because we didn't actually watch it. We're just kind of reading stuff. But this is in part for... I mean, no, the Gandhi thing was known for a while before the leak. <laughs> yeah, originally it was going to reveal to be Gary Coleman. Like, it was just going to be a clone of Gary Coleman rather than Gandhi. But again, it all depends on when the reboot happens. Yeah, and when yeah, to- yeah who's actually behind it i would say in part for for undergrads huh hello (laughs) daft crashed (laughs) marionette crashed i'm currently i'm currently in like a a vague vague snowstorm oh no in texas Uh. let's answer one last question possibly we'll just we'll just do one last question question for everyone with streaming taking over do you think cartoon bumpers would be a relic of their time what is your favorite era we're not done yet they asked a lot of questions pan Oh. And you gotta let me read out this. Oh my god! There's a lot of things, a lot of writing. What was your favorite era of cartoon bumpers? Everyone says the CN era, but I personally adore the nudes era. Ew. Oh, I kind of like the nudes era. Yeah, well... Ev- Do you want to describe what the nudes are so you're not out of context? Yeah, what are these nudes? <laughs> what are the nudes, Jake? I sure Show do us love your nudes. nudes. I sure do love those nudes from Cartoon Network. Which so what are? was your favorite era? Yeah, they're bowling pin vinyl figures. That was... That was they, yeah, they were, like, they were like the era. They had those like little uh, blank uh, canvas things that like they, they would, would splash CGI paint over. on them and it would 
Yeah, they would they would like splint pa- they 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 uh, splash paint over them, and then it would turn into a certain cartoon character. I'm pretty sure that it like that era lasted. <laughs> that there, I don't remember how long it lasted, but I do remember that it lasted long enough that there technically is a Steven Universe one. Oh, what that exists somewhere? Yeah, and like not in huh. America, but some other country. Possibly, yeah, some other country that like the the dude's era just lasted longer. It's so mm. it's just so it was so strange seeing that. Um, but I always left it because I wanted to have one of those figurines to like draw out of my own characters. Yeah, on top of. Be- I'm sure you can buy some three D printed ones. Yeah, someone at Momocon last year gave me a three D printed pan. That's pretty sick, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make figurines like that. Ooh. That'd be kind of cute to sell. But uh, other bumpers, hmm, trying to think. Are we just talking Cartoon Network only? For C and City. C and City is mm-hmm. like, I think they're the same in general. Oh, let's see. Mm. Nickelodeon? Did oh. Nick have bumpers? Oh, oh yeah. Nick had this, like, Nick, they were I'm okay. trying to think because I just remember, I just remember the only two eras that I explicitly remember were obviously where they had the splat and there's so many different versions of that and then they got rid of that uh in 2000 what was it i was still in elementary school i remember when it switched and i was kind of devastated where they switched it to the current logo and mm-hmm. all the channels now had like a, a modern sleek cgi logo instead and they got rid of the splat mostly and now it was just if we were lucky if they involved the slime oh mm-hmm. yeah and they also start they already also started to slowly put it put less emphasis on their cartoons as like a giant family universe and instead just being like yeah oh hello fellow kids we sure also do oh. love social media and dogs we got spongebob and loud house and that's it i just thought of something yeah. i just thought of a oh. way if how you can bring back bumpers for the streaming age how oh okay so this is such a weird idea Okay, so imagine HBO Max has a bumper, a bumper block or a bumper builder on HBO Max, right? Uh, you have pre-recorded lines saying like, "Up next, this show. Up next, this." With a graphic, you choose the shows that are shuffled, right? That have like specific blocks. Maybe you have to pick at least three shows that are shuffled, and so you just watch an episode. There's a break that says, "Up next, this show," and then it plays it, pre-recorded. That would, that would actually be like a really cute way to I, 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 it's either it's either that's a pre-recorded thing that they just mm-hmm. have playing live or if they could program the site to automatically recommend shows to people and they can choose to have it in have it in like tv mode i'd imagine netflix or hbo max could really benefit it mm. yeah but either of those because it would be a great way to introduce people to new shows without them having to decide if they want to watch that or not because i mean that's how mo- that's how most people like end up watching shows when it was on tv they yeah. watched what was on, and if it was if it piqued their interest, it didn't really take them any effort to just leave it playing. Or, hmm, but now streaming, in streaming, you just skip it. all the controllers and yeah, all the controllers and like uh, the audience member, and it's a double edged sword because on one end, yeah, I can pick specifically when I want want to watch whatever I want. I'm, it's constantly on demand, but on the other end, it's a little bit more of a time sink to figure out what you actually want to watch. There could be a show you could totally want to see. Mm. But nothing about the way the page is set up is making it feel like it's worth your time. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they use, like, the worst thumbnails or the worst thumbs for, like, the graphics on HBO Max or Netflix. And it's like, I know the show is good, but this is the worst thing you could have chosen for this. This reminds me, like, uh, whenever um, uh, Happy Time Murders, that uh, R-rated puppet show, puppet movie, Mm -hmm. um, 
whenever that's on uh, Netflix recommended, like all the thumbnails and all the screensavers, they never show any puppets. They just show like Joel McHale <laughs> or some other human comedian. You would never guess it's a puppet movie from the previews. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, well, we tried our best. They're ashamed. I feel like they, I feel like these companies are really underestimating how, which is weird because like marketing is like so important that how brand identity could mm-hmm. be more involved in the way that they show off these shows and would probably like, cause like the whole, whole entire thing about those kind of stuff is to encourage brand loyalty. You get people like really interested in the aesthetic and such. And recognizing these shows as, oh, this is part of this is part of my home, this is part of my comfort, this is part of my personality. They could be using that in the streaming stuff, but they don't. Instead, streaming is treated as if it's just like YouTube. A means to an end. Just like, yep, it's here. A means here. to an end to like get to the media you want to watch. Here's the content. Being, like, no presentation. Skip the credits. There's, I don't, you don't ever think this is Netflix. You, you never think this is HBO Max in the same way that you would with a channel. It's more like... I have the show I want to watch. What's it accessible on? It's accessible only on HBO Max? Oh, cool. For how long? Yeah. yeah skip the credits. I mean, we did kind of skip to the end of the podcast. Yeah. That's it, everyone. Be sure to... Do you want to watch the credits or you want to skip to the next episode? Now's your chance. Skip it, the skip credits. Up next, whatever's on YouTube. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do an up next thing. Oh, yeah. New Defunct Land up video next. in the recommended. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, we also got to do one for people on Spotify. Oh, man. Uh, Jake, do you want to do a Spotify one? What do we got on Spotify? Up next, this song, only on Spotify. <laughs> Up next on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Which I guess is a lie if it's only <laughs> currently on Spotify. <laughs> Up next, if you download this from YouTube, whatever else you have in your folder. <laughs> <laughs> Not whatever's on your folder. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Bye. See y'all. We've got to go to Bendigo to get me Green Cube. I'm Mr. Frog. This is my show. I ate the bug. I ate the bug. This is the end. I love you. That, of course, was the iconic and long-running Mr. Frog show.